Hey IDP Army, ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. To testing. What is up, IDP Army? It's your man, Jordan Reigns, and I am back again with another episode of the IDP Army podcast. Today, I am joined by Billy Manzel of VOP Podcast. What's up, Billy? Doing well. I'm happy to be here. You're damn right you are. Guys, gals, boys, girls, and all people, it is almost fantasy football season. We had our third week of preseason. We're going to break down some rankings updates based on some of that bullshit. We are going to talk about the news, and we are going to get you guys prepped for your drafts, and then we'll get you out of here. So let's do it. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. What's up, boys and girls, guys and gals? Please do me a favor. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. We want to hit 1,000 subscribers by the time the season kicks off. That's like two and a half weeks. We can do it. You know, I mean, I can't do it, but I mean, you can help me do it. So please go subscribe. That would be dope. Tell a friend, share somebody, uh, whatever, whatever. Appreciate that. Um, we're going to talk some rankings updates in this last week. Let's just start with quarterbacks because that's a hot topic of discussion. Justin Fields and Trey Lance both took the field this weekend. Uh, Billy, what were your thoughts on those games? Um, well, Trey Lance sure looked rough. Um, it wasn't necessarily his fault. Um, I, I'm hoping and praying that maybe they're just not showing everything right now, or maybe they're trying out like trying too much. But man, was he zinging those passes at those <laughs> those receivers like. <laughs> It's like catching fireballs out there. I, I did not understand that at all. Maybe that's just nerves. I'm going to hope and pray that that's it. But that San Francisco has me nervous. I have them as a Super Bowl pick, which is not looking great right now in the preseason. But preseason is just that. It's preseason. So we'll see where they're at come September. Yeah, I lost Jimmy Garoppolo didn't look bad. But, I mean, again, that's he's never looked bad. So, you know, you can never hold that against him, really. Right. Uh, but like you said, I mean, Trey Lance was throwing with some heat. Um, he did have a few drop passes, some ones I thought guys should have come down with. But yeah, I mean, again, it's a preseason game. It's his first few NFL passes. Um, you can tell that he's got what it takes, though, as far as an athlete and as far as a thrower of the football. Um, he looks like a beast. So uh, I, I, I still think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to start the season. I really do. And I think that Andy Dalton is going to start the season for the Bears, personally. I think that's just what's going to happen. Um, is it what I would do or think is best? No. But should, we've seen this kind of song and dance play out like this before. We kind of know what's going to happen. 
and I don't think Andy Dalton. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to go down the Andy Dalton rabbit hole. Again. I was about to say, like, let's please two go. shows ago. I think let's Justin, Justin Fields is going to be epic whenever he hits the field. But I don't think Andy Dalton has shown enough uh, poor performance at any point or the way he's even conducted himself to warrant um, him just starting out on the bench. So especially with the money they gave him, whatever, whatever. So I think week one we're going to see Andy Dalton and we're going to see Jimmy. I I like Fields though. He he looks he looks good. He he looks like what you want to see from a rookie. Like he, maybe he's not ready to go right now, but he's showing all of the tools. The 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 groundwork is being laid to have a quarterback that's going to come in and lead your team, and that that's exciting. It, it, if anything, the Bears fans should be excited because this quarterback looks like whenever it is his time to get his number called, he's going to be ready to go. He's going to put you in a good spot and your franchise, you know, looks to be going up, not down. Yeah. I don't think I have either of them in my uh, top 15 quarterbacks this time. I have one of them. So can't wait to get to that. We will get to that soon. Um, Okay. Let's talk a little news. uh, IDP news. I saw Josh Allen of the Jacksonville Jaguars got placed on the IR, COVID IR. That's kind of sucks. Um, we we're yeah. hoping for a big bounce back from him across the IDP community. Um, another kind of injury-ish related thing is, you know, it's A.J. Brown knee thing. I don't really know what to make of that since he yeah, played last year with that either. But it's I'm not hoping that's I'm nothing. Doing. Yeah, hoping that's nothing. That's not what I want to hear, though. No. Um, I saw Minnesota sign back Everson Griffin as well. Brought yeah. him back to help out their defense. I, you know, obviously he's not probably rosterable until we can see what he can do. But yeah, I'm not usually anti like older old pass rushers, but I'm just kind of like fatigued on this whole Vikings defense in general. And to bring back a guy that's been gone for two years just just not something I'm necessarily super pumped about. Yeah, I hear you. I um, hear you. Do you want to talk about Jamar Chase? I do. Um, I don't know what Jamar Chase did to you all. He he has not looked great in the preseason. I, I'm not trying to hide that fact because everybody's seen it. Um, there was a report today that came out saying that Auden Tate might be taking some of his early season snaps just to kind of get him eased in a little bit more. Look, the kid hasn't played football in a year. A year. Like, let's let's give him time to get adjusted. It's it's not by the end of the season, I think we're gonna laugh at the that take, but I, I, I don't think that just because he's having a poor preseason that we have to say he's a bust. You should you shouldn't have taken him first overall in your wide receiver drafts, like or you know, the first wide receiver overall in your rookie drafts. I I, I think we're overblowing it a little bit. I'm not saying that he's rosterable this year. I would not be having him on my roster in redraft leagues because he's simply going too high, but just give the kid a chance. Like, come on. Like, I don't understand why the entire community is trying to say he's a bust. What are you getting for him in trades? Um, yeah, ex- exactly. Like this comment says, just give him time. He, he is great. He's a great route runner, great receiver, Let's just give him a chance. Like I don't yeah. understand. I, well, here, here's here's what's happening. We're at the we're at the intersection of redraft and dynasty world right now. Everybody that does this all the time has skewed towards dynasty, consciously, of course, but some will say it was subconsciously <clears throat> towards uh, a dynasty analysis. So that means that we've talked about Chase more. The reality is, 2021, this next year, 
Jamar Chase is probably not going to do a lot to help you win. Um, I don't feel comfortable playing him as, even as a flex, you know, the first week of the season. No. And his ADP coming into this last week was, what was it like? His ranking or ADP was like wide it's receiver like, 25, 24, mm-hmm. 25. He's going in about the fourth round of drafts, fourth or fifth. I mean, there are like that's like around where Mike Evans goes. That's mm-hmm. around where like DJ Moore goes. Like that's absolute absurdity. Like, so I can understand why people are like kind of they're coming in this year. Like, wait, what is kind of going on? Like they're fading him for this year, I think. And I think people are kind of realizing, oh, yeah, like that's almost the norm. We've gotten away from fading rookies because we've seen so much success. But my thing is for every Justin Jefferson, I mean, we've had a Henry Ruggs, a Jalen Rager, you know, a JJR Sega Whiteside, a Michael Pittman, like these guys that were not great. I mean, everybody last year wasn't C.D. Lamb, T. Higgins. Right. Justin Jefferson, but the way everybody talks about rookie wide receivers last year, they were. I mean, so yeah, I think we, I think Chase, I think is- it's more op- like more opportunity. Like, I, I think that it, you, if you want to find the wide receiver that's going to bust and break out from a rookie perspective, you, you got to go with somebody who isn't drafted in the first round because the expectations are hefted onto them and you got to. I expect them to live up to that draft hype where if you got like a, a Diami Brown or a Terrace Marshall, where the expectations aren't necessarily high for them, but they have all of the tools to be amazing this year. If, if anything cracks the right way, like Curtis Samuels hurt currently, could that help Diami Brown across from Terry McLaurin? Maybe. And you can get Diami Brown for free right now. So I, I, I think people just need to relax from the dynasty perspective, Jamar Chase is going to be fine. From redraft perspective, I can understand not wanting to take him in the fourth and fifth round. Let's just—I I, I just don't see him like being a bust. Like that hurts to hear because he's going to be great. It's just maybe not week one or two of the season. Yeah, maybe not at all this season. Maybe he'll just be another Brian Edwards. He's, oh my god! It, see, this is it hurts. It hurts to hear stuff like that because he's so much better than Brian Edwards. Like he's he's better. I don't know. We're not gonna get into it. I'm gonna let him show it for himself because I I can clearly see that people are taking preseason as like the word of law and that like that's the receiver that he is and he's not. I heck, I put together his TikTok package that we came up with and yeah. I was like blown away by just seeing the clips one after another because I'm just like wow this yeah. is insane. It was weird and, seeing you know his his highlight clips in black and white since it's been so long since he played football. <laughs> but, I mean, well, time he played he played with Joe Burrow and he's about to play with Joe Burrow again so we'll see. I, I might you I I have questions about Joe Burrow. I always have you know I think it's gonna be a I think it's gonna be a really fun year a really great fun year for Bengals fans. You know, a really fun football team. They're gonna do a lot of fun stuff. You guys have hope for the future. It's gonna be Probably. real fun. So. Take T. Higgins though. He's going way too cheap. Don't let him slip. Bingo, Bingo. Boyd and Higgins. Mm-hmm. Screw the hype. Um, all right. Well, I guess we can go ahead and jump into the actual meat of the show, uh, and that's gonna be we are going to talk through our, our rankings, our quarterback rankings, quickly. If there's been any big changes the last couple of weeks which uh, I actually have had some changes recently. I don't know about you, um, but I'll just go ahead and read mine off. I'll try to get them up here on the screen as well, if I can get that worked out. 
Uh, but obviously, number one, I have Patrick Mahomes because he's the greatest quarterback of all time, ever and forever. Uh, so that's obvious. Pretty consensus. Yeah, pretty chalky. Uh, but it's really not, though, because there's a lot of people out there like, oh, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray. And I mean, they say that. I don't know if they believe it, but they say that. Um, but number two, I have Josh Allen. Three, I have Dak. Four, I have Kyler at four. And I have Russell Wilson at five. So this is where I'm already kind of off the chalk. Uh, I recently moved Lamar Jackson down. Just because all his pass catchers are hurt. I mean, straight up. And I haven't seen him take a leap forward as a passer. Like, yeah, he's been a good passer. He's been an efficient passer. But, I mean, I need volume, uh, you know. And His rushing rush- upside still I, keeps I him high, I understand it. I, I get that. I had, I've had i had Lamar every year he's been good, okay? I was in before he was good, okay? Quote, unquote, good. But, as you know, from a fantasy perspective, when I see everybody on his team that he can throw to going down, I mean, there's only so much rushing upside that exists when you're throwing for a hundred yards, you know what I mean? And they're all going to Mark Andrews and, you know, Jack Doyle or whatever this other guy's name, Boyle, Doyle. <laughs> Jack Doyle. Um, yeah, it's Nick Boyle. Some tight end that you've, some tight end that doesn't matter, you know, fair he'll, enough. He'll get one of the 18 targets in the game. Uh, so I've moved Lamar down. Uh, Hollywood hasn't been there all camp. Bateman is, you know, all of their receivers are hurt. All of their so. receivers are hurt. So it's just like, if you don't move Lamar Jackson down, I just don't understand what you're really doing. So I've adapted. I've moved uh, Russell Wilson up. He's just been so good consistently. He has the weapons. He has the running game. He has the downfield stuff. This defense is good, not great. I think they're going to be in a lot of shootouts. I don't think it's going to be letting Russ cook. I think that they're just going to have to throw the ball. So I'm plus one ECR on him. I got him at five, Herbert at six, and I got uh, Lamar Jackson at seven. I got Aaron Rodgers eight, Tannehill nine, and Brady at ten. What are your uh, top ten guys looking like? I got Mahomes one, Allen two. I think those. I, I'm pretty sure everybody's kind of, you know, caught on that those are the top two at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. But after that, I have Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott at five, six. I have Aaron Rodgers, seven Justin Herbert, eight Russell Wilson, nine Tom Brady, and ten Matthew Stafford. Stafford at ten, huh? Mm-hmm. Read them back one more time to me. Sorry, Mahomes one, Josh mm-hmm. Allen two, mm-hmm. Kyler Murray three. Lamar Jackson, four, five, Dak Prescott, six, Aaron Rodgers, seven, Justin Herbert, eight, Russell Wilson, nine, Tom Brady, and 10, Matt Stafford. Are you not Are you not moving down Lamar at all because of the... I'm going to wait. I, I want to know how hurt the receiving core is. I, they're not practicing right now, but that doesn't mean they're going to be out for the... If, if, you, if they came back next week and said, hey, we're going to be down Bateman and... Uh, Marquise for the first game, yeah, I would be down because who's he going to throw the ball to that's actually going to catch it? I mean, kind of a – you didn't even know if Marquise Brown was going to catch it anyway. But I'm going to wait until – I need more information before I move him down completely. I I still believe because he's going to rush, because he's going to vulture touchdowns, I'm going to leave him up at number four. Yeah. All right. We got an IDP question in the chat. Sure. We're going to answer that real quick. Uh, are Daniil Hunter and Derwin James set to return their regular Pro Bowl selves? Uh, I would say, yeah. I mean, if the bar is Pro Bowl, just because getting to the Pro Bowl is essentially just having the right name. Um, and those are both the right names on defense to get to the Pro Bowl. So, yes. Now, the shade aside, yeah. I mean, I think they'll be fine. Derwin James is a safety. I mean, he can't not produce, essentially. Um, Daniel Hunter, I'm interested to see how he plays coming back off of like neck surgery slash a year off. But when he went out, he was one of the best in the game and he plays mm-hmm. a position that is 
it's a skill-based position, you know? I mean, like, he's been consistently good because of his skill set that he brings. So I think they'll both be fine uh, coming back this year. you have any thoughts on those two? I feel the same way. I I would love to see it from Derwin James. I I'm, have been a fan of him since he was at Florida State. I really wish that he could just play an entire season and show what he's capable of. Um, so I, I just – I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I'm just getting nervous. But, yeah, Daniil Hunter, I, the injury scares me more than him coming back and showing what he can do because I believe. You believe. I believe. All right. Let's uh, talk about uh, your quarterback 10. You have Matthew Stafford. Where do you have Tom Brady? Nine. Okay, okay, nice. Where do you have Tannehill? 13. All right. That's a nice little cluster. So, so here, here, if you want to know why I have Tannehill at 13, because he was my quarterback 10, but is A.J. Brown okay? If A.J. Brown's not okay, I... Yeah, he just has to throw who, to Julio now. Who are you trusting? Like, are we trusting Julio? Like, are you not trusting Julio? Um, If he played an entire season, I would trust Julio. Um, I don't know for a fact that he's not going to get hurt in the first game. So well, we don't know that anyone's going to be alive. Yeah, I feel sure. that. Um, but I just, I, I would love to see it all together first before I believe more in Ryan Tannehill. And I believed when AJ Brown was completely healthy, but now until AJ Brown comes back, I got to hit him down a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's just go ahead and go to our next little cluster here. So for me from 10, to 20, I have Tom Brady, Kirk Cousins, Stafford, Jameis Winston, who I think is going to start for the Saints. Um, well, if I really knew he was going to start, he'd be higher. 13 is my hedge. Uh, mm-hmm. 14, Matt Ryan. I got uh, 15, Ryan Fitzpatrick. 16, Jared Goff. 17, Derek Carr. 18, Big Ben. So you'll notice right there from 14 to 18, I got a lot of pocket passers. Honestly, from 10 to 18, it's pretty much all the guys that have like. There is one player in there right there, Jared Goff. That is insane. What are you doing there? Why is he in there? He's on a terrible offense. Or he's on a terrible defense. They have a terrible defense. They're going to have to throw a lot. And we've seen Jared Goff rack up yards. Like, is he a good quarterback? No. I'm not saying he's a good quarterback. If you but take the throw. Sean McVay away from Jared Goff, Jared Goff is a bum on the street. So Okay, but that, okay, we say that now, but I would, I would take you back to when Jared Goff was drafted. What was it, number one overall? He wasn't a bum off the streets then. Yeah, he, he was. With, he was a bum then, too. Yeah, he was, but he went number one overall. So the narrative Okay, well, changed. that's fair enough. He's Sean McVay thought he's the Sean same guy that got drafted than one he actually was. He just now he's had the tutelage of a Sean McVay, and now he's had the ego bump down of not playing in California anymore in LA, Mr. Perfect. He's got to play in dirty Detroit. So that boy's in trouble. He's going to throw. He has to throw. He's fighting for his life right now. Okay. Your your number so, two overall draft pick, by the way. <laughs> whatever. Oh, and yeah, he should. Well, him and Carson and, Wentz, and he will be out. He'll he will be out next season when the I'm just saying this is what I'm saying. I think he's going to have to throw. I'm not saying it's going to be pretty, but I mean, Jameis Winston got benched after one of the best quarterbacking fantasy seasons of all time. Okay, it doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be good to be to be quarterback sixteen for fantasy football. Okay. I don't want any part of it. I don't want him either. I don't want him. By all means. My rankings. I don't want him. Yeah, but if it was a two quarterback league, you're saying you want him. So. Oh, I would be happy with him as my two. Yeah. Happy. Not, not excited. No, happy. Thanks. Okay. Anyway, like I said, from like 10 to 18 there, 
you're pretty much all your pocket passer guys with, you know, maybe 200 rushing yard upside. Um, but they could throw, you know, I mean, I, all these guys could pretty easily go over 4,000 yards. Then you get down to Tua uh, at 19, Daniel Jones, 20, Joe Burrow, and then I have Jalen Hurts. Um, a lot of that is just kind of like, to me, they're just kind of, they're starters, obviously, but there's, I just have a lot of questions about them. We don't know what the giant season is going to be like. We don't really know how they. Okay. So here, here is where I'm talking to you because I, I don't understand. Jalen Hurts is down that low. Why? I don't even think Jalen Hurts is going to last as their starting quarterback very long. <laughs> Who are they going to put in there? Flacco? They don't yeah. have a choice. They don't have an option. Dude, what? I mean, that's just my opinion. You can. Hate I, I, I hear you, but you have golf up higher than Jalen Hurts. I, I have to a Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts has played oh, in three games. God. Four games. How was he in that Super Bowl? By it the way, it doesn't How... matter. He's been a starting NFL quarterback for over half a decade. God, Jimmy G was at a Super Bowl. I don't. Really yeah, and him? he's a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. I don't are see. You, are you said what are you saying right now? Can you just tell me what you're saying about Jalen Hurts? I'm saying Jalen Hurts rushing upside has him much higher. He could have hundred yard rushing games this season. You realize that, right, dude? Come on. What do you mean? Come matter? on. It, who cares when they're losing by 14 points? Doesn't matter. Okay. Well, Detroit's going to be terrible, and Jared Goff can't run. So I don't have to throw. The and he can't. Is you can't just, and you he can't, can't just pull throw. the ball down and run when you're down 14 all the time. Like you just can't you can you can scramble. Oh, that's you what this is what he's gonna do. Who's gonna be out? He won't play half the season. He's he'll be the next Dwayne Haskins. They cannot put whoever in. Like they can't put Joe Flacco. They can't in put the Joe play. Flacco in over Jalen Hurts. No, you really mean that? You really? Mean yes, that. they have to give him an entire season to see what he's got, so they know if they need to draft a quarterback next season. Interesting. What like they've only said this offseason they're giving the keys to the offense to Jalen Hurts. Yeah, and that's they're not gonna rip the keys away in week that's seven. Why they've been linked to uh, uh all the Deshaun Watson like uh, every other week. Oh, if they could if you could get Deshaun Watson, there's like I would say probably twenty eight teams right now that would take Deshaun Watson. Like there's I got probably Jalen Hurts at twenty two, and if, if people don't like it, they can suck it. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Draft I just Jalen need to. Hurts, I just need to hear your explanation. I don't fucking care. More than yeah, I don't want him. I mean, he'll be. He's a low end quarterback too for me. There it is. <laughs> that is who's crazy. he throwing to? And on his best days, what's he gonna have? On his very best day, he'll be he'll be a just a middle of the pack Lamar Jackson day. I, very best day. I like. There's another team that's gonna have to throw a lot and. He's going to have to throw. He's going to oh have to run. God. He's going to have to do whatever they can to try to score points. I just can't believe you have him below Jared Goff. That's all. That's that's the only thing. Yep, and I'm putting it in the ECR, baby. Load it. That is Super wild. lock that shit in. Super now, I will wild. give you this. I should probably have Baker higher. I'll give you that. I, should, I shouldn't have Jalen Hurts. I had a Baker. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Yeah, this I probably is, need to move This is wild. Bit, but. All right, who are your who are your next ten? Give me your ten through twenty. Okay, so well, ten was Matthew Stafford. We went that. Um, 11's Joe Burrow. 12's Jalen Hurts. 13's Ryan Tannehill. 14 Kirk Cousins. 15 Trey Lance. 16 Matt Ryan. 17 Trevor Lawrence. 18 Jameis Winston. 19 Ryan Fitzpatrick. And 20 is Big Ben. Hmm. Interesting. So who did you have ahead of Ryan Tannehill right in front of him? Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts. Hmm. <clears throat> and it's because they're going to have to throw a lot. And 
one, Jalen Hurts is playing for his job. They're going to take a quarterback next season if he's not good this season. So I think he's going to try as hard as he can to be good. And if he's not, he's not. If he is, he is. Who? But Jalen Hurts. Like, if he's good, he's good. If he's not, he's not. This is will be a season. Like, they're, they're in a rebuilding situation as it is. Like, if he proves that he's really good, then that's it. If he's not, he's not. I just, can't quarterback stop, I, just can't stop, I just can't stop smiling. You sound like every deranged Eagles fan I've ever talked to. It's not deranged. It's the situation. They, like this- they said Carson Wentz was good up until literally the second he was gone. And it was like, well, he wasn't that good, really. Uh, but it's okay. So this would be true of any team that was in this exact same situation. Any team that was in this exact same situation. The fact that he's going to get the chance. He can do it. He can do it. You you admit he could run for 80 yards in a game. Oh, yeah. He could do that. Okay. And he's going to vulture touchdowns from the goal line. Probably going to happen. It's just the opportunity that he has right now. It, it just it could equal fantasy success. And I would rather – I would take him over – Jared Goff, like I don't, I don't here's, understand. Here's my thing, and that's opportunity. You're talking opportunity from a micro scale. Like he is taking the, he's taking the ball from under center. I'm talking opportunity from a macro scale. Like this is just a test run, and if it doesn't look good, there's no reason. But there's nobody behind it. him. Like if they traded for Deshaun Watson, you're right because I mean Deshaun Watson might not play this year. And from a dynasty perspective, I wouldn't be investing in Jalen Hurts. But yeah, for no one, way. but for one okay, season, okay, okay, let's let's back, let's bring it back down to your love the the micro. Then okay, he's taking the ball every snap, whatever. This is still a team where your best pass catcher is Zach Ertz. But we we don't know. We don't know. Like, let's see it. Zach Ertz might not even be on the team. So. Yeah. Exactly. Like so now they, your best pass catcher. Okay. It could be Devontae Smith. Who knows? He hasn't played an NFL down yet. How how do you know he's not the best pass catcher on the team? You're just extremely bullish on a quarterback that we literally, as you say it, don't know anything about, it sounds like. You don't know anything about it. You are, might run for you are bullish on Jared Goff, who's never played in Detroit a day in his life. And he hasn't been away from I've Sean McVay. Goff, I've seen Jared Goff air it out more times than I've seen Jalen Hurts rush, run for 80 yards. As you put <laughs> I it. don't know what that means. Joe Flacco's also shown more than Jared Goff, but not going to start him, are we? Because that's, you know. All right, bad. all right. Let's just move. Let's just move. Let's just move. Is this an Eagles show? Or <laughs> No, I hate the Eagles. Yeah, we both I hate, hate the Eagles. Always I hate, hate- I hate that I'm having to defend the yeah, Eagles I know. right now. Like I hate this. Josh like, is probably out here loving it. No, I am going. We're scrubbing this from the internet so that he never sees it. Like that's the thing. I do not want this attached to my name you know at all because is, you're fuck big, the you're Eagles. Oh, you fan. That's what it is. You really. It's really not. I I have been saying since day one, Jalen Hurts will not be an NFL starter. So the fact that he's gotten this far is already just blown my mind. Uh, yes, it's blown my mind that he's failed his way into this. Like it, it's insane. <laughs> But whatever, it's fine. We'll we'll leave that where it is. Oh, I more want to get to my Trey Lance love, who is I put him at fifteen. All right, yeah. Um, if he if he gets in there, dude, I just like the the opportunity is is there for him to succeed. And Kyle Shanahan is a magician. He can make players better than they're supposed to be, a la Jimmy G, as he got to a Super Bowl. Um, my fear, obviously, is that Jimmy G, you know. 
he he's not going to lose you the game, but he's also not going to win you the game. So uh, is that is he just going to ride that again like he did two years ago? And that's what has me nervous. But if Trey Lance gets in there, I'm super excited for them. So I hope that he does the right thing and Shanahan sees what he needs to see in practice from Trey Lance and puts him in there because he's got a rushing upside. All of the players on the team seem to love him. If you watch the pregame, all of them are crowded around Trey Lance because they want him to throw the ball. I just, I hope, I hope, I hope that he gets an opportunity because if he is, he is easily like a top 15 quarterback in fantasy. Oh yeah. And he's got so many weapons. I mean, his situation is miles different, miles different than Jalen Hurts. And you have him, what, three spots below Jalen Hurts? God, it's it's different, but okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. So I don't even have him in my rankings right now or high enough to be brought up. I need to fix that. I've been kind of like playing chicken with those two, have them both kind of down there in my late 20s. Why just keep telling myself Jimmy J, Jimmy, Jimmy G missed a wide open throw in the Super Bowl and it lost in the Super Bowl. And I just, every time I'm like, man, Jimmy G could do this all year, I think back to that throw. And I'm like, mm, no, no. When it matters, no. <laughs> when it matters, if they're not up 14 and running the ball, it's over. They've well, lost. And then, like, what if they get down 14? You're not yeah, putting you're Jimmy G's screwed. not bringing you back. Jimmy G's not going to bring you back. Hey, that's like, what Trey Sermon's there for. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully, I, I, I believe in the 49ers this year, but I, I don't believe in Jimmy G. I just believe in the coaching and the players around Jimmy G. Yeah. All right, any more quarterback uh, queries out there in the world of people watching in the chat or the stream? We appreciate that. You guys have any questions for us before we move on from that about our rankings, uh, any other guys that we may or may not be fading or hyping up? Um, If not, make sure you're subscribed to the channel. We do appreciate that. Uh, Hit the bell so you guys will find our new stuff. All right, and we're going to run a little video here, and then we'll be back, and we're going to talk running backs. What's good, IDP Army? It's Jordan Reigns, and quickly I want to tell you guys today about the big project I've been working on, the Ultimate IDP Index. The Ultimate IDP Index is the number one resource for IDP fantasy football players, rookies or veterans for 2021. Inside, you're going to find contract information, tiered IDP rankings, detailed player production profiles going back to 2017, suggested trade values, and a whole lot more, including unique write-ups, unique videos that will only be available within the Ultimate IDP Index. But to me, probably the most valuable thing is the fact that the trade value estimation tool is going to be updated weekly. So you'll always be aware of what a player is worth in your Dynasty League at any given moment. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for the IDP Army Patreon today. Patreon.com forward slash the IDP Army. Join the Black Ops tier and join the IDP Army today. All right, we are back. Um, shout out to the Patreons. Shout out to the Ultimate IDP Index. Shout out to IDP Fantasy Football. <clears throat> um, make sure you guys hop in there before the season starts. We'll be here every Sunday morning in season, uh, 11 Eastern. We will be streaming start sets for anyone who shows up. Uh, we usually have a pretty good crowd. We answer as many questions as we can. 
and then we get out here and we watch football all day. So join us for that. I'm sure Billy will be on for, I don't know. I will be on as much as I can, believe me. Yes, sir. Excited. You'll get good information from guys who are really uh, practitioners in fantasy football. I care. You know, someone put out a poll this week on Twitter, like, I was asking analysts, uh, do you really care if your takes hit or not? Um, Do you care if you're wrong? And I was kind of annoying but not shocked to see that it was almost 40% of people answered they didn't really care if they were right or wrong. (laughs) They were just more excited to be part of the conversation. I don't like that. Um, That's not me. I want to be right. Um, That's why I'm trying to make winners here. Like, that's the thing. I'm here to win. And you all that are listening are here to win. So let's win. Like, I don't know why we're. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I feel like I double and triple down on players a lot, but. It's important to just get the guys that are going to do the best. You know, I, I tweeted something today, and I mean, it's kind of hokey, but it's true. It's like if you're picking between Kittle and Kels, and you, over the last two years, and you picked Kittle, you lost. You were wrong. Like, you were definitively wrong. Like, there was a better pick at that position at relative cost. So it's like stuff like that where it's like – that actually matters. Like it really does matter to get even at the top end. Well, I just want one of the big three. No, you don't. You want the one. And if you know who the one's going to be, take him. You know what I mean? Don't play yeah. this fucking game. Like I just get so sick of this. Like people are like, well, you know, it's really about the these. No, like the top guys are always in a positional advantage. That's why they're the top guys. That's multiple points sometimes for some of these guys over the next guy. Um, that stuff matters and showing up on the field matters. So all that matters into those picks. And if you, you know, if you pick a guy that scores less than a guy that got picked later, you made the wrong pick. So it really does matter. Uh, that's why I think uh, you see ADPs tighten up and stuff as you get closer to the season, because people are kind of playing more with their convictions versus early in the off season where we can all win, you know, we're all going to have good tight ends and we're all going to, you know, two is going to be okay. You know, I'll just stream two all year in my one quarterback league. That's not going to work when you're running up against these guys running Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen four weeks in a row. You know, so why don't you just pay attention, get a good quarterback, you know, and win, and win your week. So, um, like I said, we, we want to help you guys be winners. We care about winning. I'm in leagues with Billy, and I don't want him to win. Like, I want Billy to lose. I want him to suffer. I want him to lose with guys he traded to me for less than they were worth. I want oh, it all. I, I, would, I would love to see you actually win a championship. I've been I, want in, it, I want it all. Okay, I want the I whole want to, thing. I've been in leagues with you so far, and I've won three championships to zero. So I'm excited to see what you uh, well, are. You know, it takes a while. Excited to see what day. you're capable of. Rome wasn't built in a day, all right? Caesar's <laughs> over here. I'm building the road, all right? We got to get the infrastructure laid out, and then it's dynasty time. Watch your, watch out. You know who's all right. coming. I'm, you know I'm, I've been in the playoffs every year. I'm ready to every see Every week it. we're in, I'm in the playoffs. <laughs> you see me there. It's true. Yeah, I just got Fall yeah. short, but I see it. That's true. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Work out the kinks. All right. Let's talk about some running backs uh, for your pleasure. Speaking of guys who are just chalky and just the way to go, that's Christian McCaffrey. He's the 101, period. Don't there is no there's a conversation, there's no debate. Um, if you're having conversation and debate, you're not really looking at what Christian McCaffrey's done over his career. Um, I don't trust you. So go look at the volume, <laughs> go look at the efficiency, go look at the snapshare equity, go look at the offense, go look at everything about him. Nothing about him does not scream 101. Um 
So what are your thoughts about him? And they're both top five guys are kind of interchangeable. I have Saquon higher than a lot of people. I have Alvin, Dalvin, Saquon, Nick Chubb, and Zeke at six. And I have Henry at seven, which you're probably going to hate. But these are PPR rankings. So Yeah, I have I have Henry at four. I don't care if it's PPR or not. He Until he shows me he cannot be a freight train, I'm going to treat him like a freight train. And he, he can go for 200 yards in any given week. I I got to trust it. I've doubted him for two straight seasons because of the amount of work that he's gotten over the years, and I I can't do it anymore. I mean, I took him in a couple leagues last season, and he got me to the championship. So I just can't doubt him until he breaks down. I, I he just is a freak. Where do you have him? I have I have Henry at four. Nice, nice, yeah. So um, my my five are CMC one, Cook two, Kamara three, Henry four, and Barkley five. <clears throat> Yeah, and I won't lie. I mean, I, my rankings are some. I mean, like there's bias in all of us, and some of my rankings are just just straight up bias. It's just like I've had Derrick Henry on my teams in fantasy once or twice, but the problem was when I had him on my teams, he sucked. Um, I've never, literally, never experienced the joy of Derrick Henry going off on my team. I've had him go <laughs> off against me, right? So maybe that's why I have him lower than some of these guys I've had exposure to in the past. Um, Dalvin Cook, for instance, I would definitely, you know, he's a little bit higher. Even Saquon, um, I think we forget, you know, the kind of dynamic runner Saquon is with the pass catching ability. Can we can we bring up Saquon? I see we have a question, and I actually yeah. want to get to that. Go so, I don't love Saquon this season. I have him as my fifth best running back. I will not be going for him though, and it's simply because the injury that he's coming back from. You have to have Adrian Peterson level ability to overcome that because it was an ACL MCL tear with like a little bit of damage, I think, to the knee. He could come back and be great. I mean, I'm not saying that he wouldn't. Um, and I know a lot of people are like, well, Adrian Peterson did it. I get that. And I hope Barkley can have an Adrian Peterson season. Um, but <clears throat> the chances are he might not have that. And that scares me. So I, I'm a little nervous about taking him. I will probably be steering clear of him. I understand why he's number five. I have him ranked that high because at his best, we all know what he can do. But I just I get a little nervous to tell somebody they should take him because I'm not sure about it. Fair, fair. Got another question here in the chat. How do you feel about Jordan Brooks? Uh, good. I mean, Jordan Brooks, a uh, Seattle Seahawks linebacker. Yeah, I mean, he he played well last year when he did play. I think he had a couple of double digit tackle games, uh, and he was playing minimal snaps. And that's gonna go up this year. They pretty much committed to him as their secondary linebacker. So, um, I like as long as KJ Wright's not there, am I right? <laughs> well, he's he's not. But he apparently has been visiting other people. Uh, I know. I'm saying as long as he's not there. Oh, this guy says he took Saquon at seven. I got Saquon at 205 in a draft the other day. I mean, I love that. Whoa. I started Devontae Adams. I got Saquon at 205. 205. Like, oh, it's probably better. Uh, super flex. No, I right? don't think it is. I, Are you I'm kidding me? Right. Dead ass. That okay. Well, that that is the fade of all that's fades the, right there. That's the fade though, and it's like an industry draft too. So it's like he's like a popular fade right now in the industry. He is not two oh five bad seven yeah. seven. I like him at seven. That I would feel, but it just if you have a top five pick, I I can't uh, can't tell you to take him. It's just I, I get I don't know. I it's get scary. Nervous. It is. It is scary. 
Saquon's a scary guy. If he's not everything that he's supposed to be, then yikes. Um, I'm looking here at my running back rankings. I have Derek, uh, David Montgomery at nine. Uh, uh, that's not accurate. I need to fix that um, because I have him ahead of Aaron Jones and Najee Harris, which I 100% would never, ever, 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 ever draft him ahead of those guys. <laughs> and I probably never draft him ahead of about the next five guys after him. So I don't know how that happened. But um, I lost an Eckler eight, uh, David Montgomery, who's not supposed to be there. Aaron Jones, Najee Harris, Chris Carson, Joe Mixon at 13. Oh, boy, here come the haters. Uh, uh, Joe Mixon's Jonathan at 13 Taylor. for me, too, so that's kind of Good, strange. yeah, he should be. Uh, Jonathan Taylor at 14, which mm, I don't know how I really feel about that. Antonio Gibson at 15 and Josh Jacobs, where they're all kind of – those are three guys for me where I'm like, I know they're going to get all the first and second down work, but the third down, I just know that these coaches like – not only like other guys, but have other guys very, very, very capable. So capable enough that they have their own fantasy value kind of built into them. So that's why they can't really break into that tier ahead. And then at 17, I have Trey Sermon because I am a believer. Um, who do you have through like your top 15 or so, 16? Okay, I'll just start from where we left off at five. So Jonathan Taylor, six, Aaron Jones, seven, eight, Ezekiel Elliott, nine, Austin Eckler, 10, Antonio Gibson, 11, Najee Harris, 12, J.K. Dobbins, 13, Mixon, uh, 14 is actually Clyde Edwards-Alaire, 15, Miles Sanders. Um, I, well, I guess that you said stop at 15, so that's probably hey. that's my top 15. That's an interesting group. You had uh, Jake, you had J.K. Dobbins that high. You had uh, Sanders yep. pretty high. And CEH. And CEH. I, be- I believe in the CEH resurgence. Hey. I – I was a little scared this weekend because they were trying out this Jarek McKinnon goal line package that I didn't like a whole lot to see. I think they're just trying it out. They're going to just see what it can do. I don't think it's it's nothing that I'm going to actually worry about with CEH. I think this is a good bounce back year for him. You can get him dirt cheap in drafts because everybody's fading him because he didn't have a great rookie season. I, I he still plays with Patrick Mahomes. They still took him in the first round. He's still going to get the opportunities that he was afforded last season. Um, I'm not scared at any of those guys behind him on the depth chart. They're a bunch of fillers in case he gets hurt. I'm full steam ahead with CEH, and I hope everybody else can uh, join me in that. Yeah, I'm in on him, but not in enough to like draft him very high. I I, I have questions, you know, like, do they really? I mean, it feels like similar to um, the Bills running backs, where it's just like, yeah, we could run the ball, but it's almost just better for us to just throw all the time. And they just kind of have embraced that. They've got the guys that do that. They've got the scheme that does that. Um, and you know, Clyde Edwards-Lair's got his little injury thing going on. It's like a low ankle sprain. I don't like that. I mean, because even when the other running backs are out there, it's not like he's showing himself to be you know, a head and shoulders better than they are more efficient. I mean, he can't even stay out there for every down. I would have just felt, I would have felt more nervous had they brought back Damien Williams, but they let him walk. And that makes me think that they have a lot more trust in him than I do. Like that I did last season, because I would have thought they'd have brought somebody in at that point and they didn't. So I'm thinking that Andy Reed is going to give him another go. If, I mean, obviously if it doesn't break out this year, maybe they start looking at another option, in the future, but for now, I think I'm gonna stick with him being good. Hmm. All right, well, um, let's talk a little bit of defense here. What do you think about all this stuff coming out of 
Cowboys camp where essentially it looks like Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch are <laughs> on the um, on the outs, and Keanu Neal and Micah Parsons seems to be uh, catching new defensive coordinator Dan Quinn's eye, catching his fancy. Is he though? They they played together, or he played for him in Atlanta, so it's like you know. Kind of like having the dad's co or dad's son on the team. Like, yeah. of course he's catching. Of course he's catching his eye. Like he's played with them for years. Obviously he's going to pick the scheme up fast. But yeah, yeah I I've, these Jalen Smith rumors started in the summer. I feel like I ask it about you. I ask it to you probably back in like May of like what is Jalen Smith going? Like what happens if Jalen Smith gets on the outs in Dallas and. Apparently, it's a lot further along than I thought. I didn't think we were at the point where he'd be traded, maybe. Yeah, that's kind of I, – I don't know what to think. I have a couple of things come through my mind. One is he paid all that money to get his number changed. Uh, <laughs> to get a number nine Dallas. He paid like half a million dollars uh, but worth of stock or something like that, or more than that. <laughs> um, and now he's not even going to play a snap, an NFL snap uh, in a regular season game, potentially, for them. Um, two is – he could get traded, you know. I don't think necessarily from a fantasy point of view. Like, I'm not like fading Jalen Smith. Like, he's been good enough to where I'm like, I think he's just even if they can't get rid of him, they want to. He's going to find a way on the field and he's going to be successful. Like, I just have such a hard time believing that he's not going to. Now, that being said, I mean, even I mean, I could be wrong. You know, I could very well be wrong. Um, that being said, I think the the most likely outcome, like you said, is. They trade him. They're probably going to get back less than they should for him. Where he goes, I don't really know. Um, Who is looking for a linebacker right but now? That's, like, but the thing is, people are though. I mean, Joe Schobert just got picked up. You know, he's a that's linebacker. a good that's a good point. Uh, yeah, big contract. Um, Quan Alexander. I mean, he just got picked up again. Uh, I mean, obviously not a big money situation, but well, I, I Houston, those are... Houston loves linebackers. You know, they could. Just... Oh my god, if Houston took him, I could just trade with Sean Watson for. I hate Houston so much. They just have such an odd way of running things, mm-hmm. and apparently, it doesn't matter if there is uh, David O'Brien in there or not. Brian, or yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter if O'Brien's there or not. Apparently, they're just going to have a weird front office, no matter who's there. Since I don't put- know. I don't know anything about whether they would need him or want him or whatever, whatever. But I mean, Carolina seems like they could. I mean, they need like a veteran linebacker. Um, I think they have like Shaq Thompson and to hear Whitehead was there last year. I don't know if he's around anymore. They have Denzel Perryman. Yeah. He's, he's nobody special. Eh, it's yeah. probably going to be somebody like the Jets. They're probably going to trade for him. Just- they need help. Apparently, they're in the market for a pass rusher after they are. Uh, Carl Lawson went down with an Achilles tear this last week. That's tough. Um, they don't really have anybody to back him up. They have like Bryce Huff is a guy that's there. Um, I don't know. I think I saw one other name, but I, I'm just kind of nobody waiting. that excites me. Let's put it that yeah. way. I'm kind of waiting for the shoe to drop there. Um, I could see the Bears wanting to get rid of Robert Quinn, but I don't know if he could like pass a real physical or get. I don't. I don't know if they just want that on their team right now. So yeah, they're probably waiting until after all the cuts get made and see if there's somebody they can pick up cheap. Yeah, no, no joke. Actually, uh, the Chiefs just dropped some guys today. You're right. We do have cuts coming first round. Yep. Be some roster shuffling going on, guys and gals. Pay attention to your waivers in your leagues. Um, 
it's go time. So go check out the Patreon, uh, IDP, patreon.com forward slash the IDP army. Get in our discord with me and Billy and all the other guys in the IDP army. Um, hop into the ultimate IDP index. If you have a draft coming up, uh, you know, we have a draft chat. We have a draft strategy room. We have a dynasty room and we talk about all kinds of IDP stuff. Uh, but we, I mean, like we play all fantasy football too. So, I mean, it's not like it's just IDP, but we definitely uh, chop it up all over the place. So And college football. We just dropped the first episode of the college football podcast. So, oh, yeah. Man, um, I forgot. Yeah. So we dropped that on Saturday. We're going to do another one this week before the, the season will officially start this weekend. It's like week zero or whatever. Um, kind of, I don't know. It's weird how they do it, to be honest with you, because the real season doesn't start until next weekend. But this weekend, there's a couple of games. Um, so we're get we're gonna try to break down players that are gonna get drafted next season. We're jumping right in on all of the incoming rookies. Um, I, we're not we're obviously not gonna touch on everybody because it's you know there's a million college football players. But people that are relevant, we're going to bring them up each week and kind of give you a breakdown of who's who and who's making moves. And people that you maybe don't aren't listening to, or maybe Todd McShay hasn't brought them up or something. So we're just we're trying we're gonna try our best to get everybody up to speed on all the rookies that are going to be available to draft. Um, obviously, this campus to Canton thing is really taking off right now. So I know we have a few people that are involved with those leagues that are listening. So we're going to try to help you out the best we can. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, IDPR, man, we appreciate you guys go to the Patreon, sign up the resources you guys give to the brand, go to adding new shit like this. Uh, we got this going on. We got, so that's called the dynasty tailgate. We got offensive points. We got the IDP army podcast. We have a couple other things in the works, um, but it's grind time for the season. So it's about going and getting the gold right now. So, we will be back with another sort of preseason update and a ranking show in a day or two. I'm going to have a wide receiver ranking show. I'm going to jump into the defensive updates, linebackers, defensive line, defensive back. So uh, I will see you guys back here, guys and gals, back here in a day or two. So until then, peace. Let the rain hit the sand Build a house on a rock, got a plan Gotta get stocks, keep them bands Hit the clock, tick blades on a fan Used to be mundane on a Monday Now you have fun day on a Sunday Cause you switching it up And you living it up You ain't getting enough